Hey, this week's episode was brought to you by Vertico, music promotion where professional DJs and entertainment professionals get their music from. Learn more now at Vertico.com. Man, I'm so excited about being on Vertico Global Radio. You know what I'm saying? Have y'all checked it out? We was on last week. No, I have not. Yeah, I listened to it. Mm-mm. I'm not going to even I listened lie. to the last two weeks we've been on. For real? I'm a supporter, bro. Okay. A true supporter, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Fat. Yeah, four I've been, to six. I've been under the weather, man. Good, good looking out. Yeah. You've been under something. Yeah. <laughs> he probably been too busy <laughs> trying to get his all his music uh, uploaded on Vertico's website, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's got the new mixtape coming out, Long mm-hmm. Way From Camp Wisdom, mm-hmm. which is probably going to be on Vertico, right? It's going to definitely be on Vertico. Yeah, so, you know, you can get everything on Vertico. Man, you can listen to Fat Pimp. You can listen to Get In The Game. Yeah, we on there every weekend, Saturday and Sundays, Fat. Six. Will you Four be listening? Yeah. Will you be listening this week? Oh yes, I definitely will. Okay. Definitely will. I got my, <laughs> I got my tune in app now. There you okay. go. Yeah, we on. Tune in. All right. <laughs> <laughs> tune in. Oh man, it's your girl Kiki J, man. Riding shotgun tonight. Past the fat pimp live in the building. It's about time to get in the game, man. Backseat rolling. Deacon, baby boy. Oh, oh, you were thinking now. I was thinking a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought you had, uh, you yeah. know what they call them uh, when you when you backslide in the church? What's that? Baby boy. Amen. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, special guest in the building, man. Usher. Usher. DJ Chaotic. Let's have some church. <laughs> well, welcome to Get in the Game, man. We need some church, though, because it is, uh, and every week, man, every week I say, oh, we got a lot of stuff going on. It's a lot, you know, it's a lot of controversy. But this week, mm-hmm. it seemed like every week the threshold gets like it's the next level. <laughs> the next level yeah, every yeah. single week. So. And I don't know how we're going to top the level of, of, of just hot ass mess. That is happening this week. I don't even know where to start, but I guess I'll start with, let's start with Nelly. Mm. Accused of rape, female, 21-year-old from Seattle. Accuser says that she was invited to his tour bus at 348 on a Sunday morning, I believe, in a Walmart parking lot. Mm-hmm. It was, she was at a break. Mm-hmm. She was at a break. Great value. Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, was it a 24-hour Walmart? That's the question. I'm sure it was. Okay. Yeah, because the, the tour bus was parked ale- allegedly. 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 Gotta say that. Yeah, allegedly was parked in the parking lot. And um, she says that Nelly wanted her to have sex with no protection. Mm, gangster style. Okay. <laughs> now, this is a, a, a little small rumor. This is alleged, okay? This is uh, a little small rumor that I've been hearing through the grapevine throughout this story was the fact that um, there was rumors that Nelly's girlfriend, Chantel Jackson, Jackson. a.k.a. Miss Jackson, Mayweather's ex, Mm. was actually there. Mm -hmm. So this raises the question. Y'all hear about the woman that threw the $100 at the chick as she was on her way out the door and tell her to get the hell out? I'm wondering if that was Nelly's girlfriend. Because they didn't name who it was that actually threw the $100 at the chick on the way out. Prostitute. Is that, what, is that what you get at? No, I'm just saying. I think they were trying to have a threesome. What's wrong with but that? They gave a, she gave a hundred. A hundred oh, and she, told she, her to get the fuck out. She didn't go with it. Yeah, she told her to get the fuck out the tour bus. So, But they never named who this woman was that threw the money at her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they still haven't even named her name. No, nah, they're keeping it really, really secret. As a matter of fact, Nelly's attorney says that the accuser is a person with an agenda, and clearly she has one. 
Who was that attorney? Lisa Bloom? <laughs> Probably. Not, not, not this time. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. It's coming. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. As a matter of fact, it's funny that you bring up uh, Lisa Bloom, because as a side note, she will not be representing Harvey uh, Weinstein. Yeah. And his scandal. Huh. No comment. Yeah. She, she don't represent men, though. She did yeah. on him. She was representing him at first. She backed off. Well, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. She mm-hmm. she yeah so off. she dropped. When the audio dropped. Yeah, she well, dropped the yeah. case. I just saw that she's uh, he's, she's okay. representing uh, Queen Just Britney over that zero situation. Yeah, she's like, I, I, we need to have a name for her. We need to have a name for her. Like, what 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 could her lawyer name be? Pick her upper. She picks everybody up. Yeah, <laughs> pick her up. Yeah, pick her upper. Pick her upper. Yeah, I mean, she's truly doing that. But back she to knows. Nelly. Uh, I was really sad about this story, y'all, because I couldn't believe it. I was like, Nelly's doing so good. He was on tour with one of the biggest country bands in music, which is uh, Florida Georgia Line. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? This is what this is what's happening right now? Like, you you getting another chance in your career, bro. You coming around for a second time, and this yeah. seems to happen. It's the, it's, the, it's the end thing right now. I feel like... Uh, <laughs> it's targeted. You it can't be targeted? the end it thing, is, though. It is, Kiki. It's every week is something else. Every week is something else. Somebody's always looking for the come up. And I'm not I'm not knocking nobody who's been raped before anything by any means, but this story happens time and time again. It's 348 in the morning. He tried what you, to make What it. you doing coming on the bus at 348 in the morning? For autographs and shit. Come on, man. Be for real, man. People gotta have better judgment on both sides, man. One thing about it, man, what Drake said, you gotta leave your phones on the table when you see him. Cause like, bro, it's like you gotta be more smarter, man. Yeah. You gotta be smarter than that. Oh, gotta no, be man. smarter than that, like what? the dude with the fish and pop. But this is my thing. You gotta yeah. be quicker than that. Yeah, you gotta be quicker than that. <laughs> um, but this is the thing. Like, if it was Amber Rose, though, what would she say? It doesn't matter if I go up there at three forty-eight in the morning. I should not be subjected to any type she, of sexual harassment. She, if, it, mm. if it quack like a duck, it's a duck, man. If quack, I start quack. barking, I'm gonna call it a dog. It is what it is. Well, it's funny because Ti had sort of the same sentiments. Whatever he took to social media. Now, although he didn't name Nelly by name. He did have things to say about women uh, going up to tour buses and hotel rooms in the middle of the night and, you know, basically saying that, hey, if you don't want that to happen, you might need to take your ass home after the concert. Mm. Yeah. Thottish uh, behavior. Yeah. It's a lot of thottish behavior going that's, on. That's, yeah, that's yeah. That's touchy, though. You can't just... Can't, can't say that. I mean... Just because you go anywhere at a certain time, that, don't, that that's not me giving you clearance uh you know. But you know what it is. You go into you first of all. I the, agree. The tour I, bus is in a fucking Walmart parking lot. So you walk through the Walmart parking lot into the tour bus at three forty eight in the morning, and you think y'all gonna just chop it up and have some tea? Some girls some are green girls, like some, that. But some girls, it's, it's sad to say. Well, I can say sad to say. It's just human. Everybody don't think some. the way you think. Yeah, some are. Cause I guarantee, out of everybody in this room, it's probably one person that might think different. I can look at this wall and say this wall. I don't know if it looks white. Everybody else might say it's gray. It looks white to me. It's actually gray. It is gray. That's exactly my point. Everybody else thinks the same way, but it's always one person that thinks different. But my thing is, I feel like you putting yourself in a situation that you could have... um, That's what I do agree on. Like, it's too late to be doing anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nothing out there but the devil at 3.48 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? You know what your grandma be saying? Nothing up past 3 o'clock but legs. The one thing that T.I. said that I, I agree with is what happens to the women that get caught lying. Nothing. Right. Because once you've been once you've been accused of some sexual assault, sexual rape, 
That's with you for the rest of your life. You're guilty by the court of public opinion. Yeah, and I just feel it's like... It's stick with you. Nate I Parker. feel like a woman should be uh, have to go to jail. She, if they find out she lying, she should have to go to jail. She should have to face the music. Now, I'm probably going to get, uh, get so many tweets and everything after I say this, but I, I, if one woman gets charged with lying on a man and crying rape, I think that was dead a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, let one woman get charged for that shit. Or it should make it to where women can't get money just because you got raped. Then I bet you a lot of them stuff stop. Yeah, it'll stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it looks like there's a teenager that's going to be going to court pretty soon because of Kodak Black, who was indicted on sexual conduct charges. Now, this happened back in February 2016. It was actually um, indicted back in April, but the news just broke this past Monday. And uh, allegedly... This girl says that she was pushed into a wall, onto a bed, and Kodak proceeded to assault her, bit her neck and breast before forcing sex on her. Bit him. He, bit freak, her. he freaky freaky. <laughs> I read the police report. What did he say? He he went down on it and everything, just stuck it in. He just didn't ask no question. Was it, was it true that, because I thought I heard, well, no, what, I, I thought I heard he told the girl he just couldn't help himself or something. No. Hear that? I don't know. I, mean, I don't want to quote on that. I, I was I was listening to a to a radio show and I, I, allegedly I don't know if that's what happened. But I mean, yeah. like, dude, you're in a comfort inn because it happened in a comfort inn. This, I'm thinking about the places where this stuff is taking place. I can't help but just to <laughs> but, think, but like, little dude, we like 19. They, they're not taking oh, you to the Galleria. Right? Like they're taking you to Walmart in the comfort inn. Well, he's on a tour bus. Where's it? Don't matter where he takes you. He's on a tour bus. You're not, yeah. you know, comfort in. That, that little boy's 19. He do a bunch of ratchet shit. Uh, y- y'all have seen his interviews called that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the type of shit he on, man. His antics don't help his case. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, no, not at all. So, just made a bad. You know, when, it, when, when the term indictment comes into play, you know they got the, they got the evidence that they need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and this actually yeah. happened back in February, and yeah. so it's just now coming out. Oh, so it they sounds got enough, they got sound evidence for him, man. Mm-hmm. Now he could be facing thirty years in jail. Mm-hmm. Now y'all remember he just got out of jail. Yep. Yeah. So this is he on parole or probation, probation. or anything? Probation. Probation. Yeah. So this would be a violation. He's on no, 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 no. They already knew about this because he couldn't get out of jail. That's the reason why he was in jail so long. They didn't want to let him out. Oh. So they already knew about this when he because went. Because of yeah. this possible charge. Yeah, it's, to me, man, it's just you got to have real solid people around you. People that'll tell you. Well, let me ask you. I mean, because you're an artist. I mean. Groovy game to change, I mean, man. I, I, yeah, I know. I understand that. But, I mean, let me ask you. Okay, let's just be real. It's 3 o'clock in the morning, and a girl is coming back to wherever. Walmart. Walmart. Because your <laughs> tour bus is parked out there. Should she think that y'all just gonna have like a little convo about? Um, the, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. The times that I've engaged in promiscuous acts on the road, <laughs> it was already understood before they got to the room. Promiscuous <laughs> acts. I used to have a manager. He used to tell them like, "Yo, if you ain't doing woo woo woo, don't even come to the room." And so once they get to the room, I used to take my show money and give it to my manager, my uh, my watch, everything that I knew that they could steal. I give it to them. I handle my business when I'm done. Uh, hug them before they leave, walk to their car. And <laughs> Aww, now, you know why? Because in, in my head, I always got to make sure she get where she going. Yeah. And don't don't nothing happen in between time. That way, if it's on camera, yes. they show me walking into a yeah. car. It's not, oh, your, it's not okay. your responsibility. I got robbed before uh, messing with this chick. I done went to sleep. 
Woke up, she was like, well, hey, you know, I'm finna go or whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. I woke up the next morning, like, shit gone. Looking for my money, all my money gone. And I'm in there, and it was rent time too. Oh, no. Yeah, man. So, I, I, I have, if I one day I'm gonna write a book and tell artists, this is what you need to do when you're on the road. Yeah. This is road etiquette. Road details. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Really just keep it in your pants, man, until you get back home. Yeah. yeah. It's, they out here running cases on now. Yeah, they is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a lick for a lot of people in more ways than one. So it's kind of crazy. Um, it's also kind of crazy what's happening to our girl, Jamil Hill. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can't... Mm-hmm. I, I was so surprised when I saw her name come back up, like, in the news mm-hmm. again right. for a second time over the same thing, her tweets. ESPN submit, suspended Jamil Hill over Jerry Jones' tweets. The Sports Center ankle anchor will be gone two weeks after she violated ESPN's social media guidelines by encouraging people to boycott Cowboys sponsors. How you feel about that, Pat? What sense? Like, what, what? I mean, yeah, tell me exactly what you want me to ask. I mean, we are discussing America's football team at this point, right? Yeah. We gotta be. We can't be talking about the Giants. No, we're not talking about the Giants. <laughs> My season is over with. I'm I just, can admit that. I'm just, you know, My season is over with. I had to, you know, that's like jazz. <laughs> I thought that jazz. I wouldn't be, wouldn't be right. <laughs> I know. My season's over with. Okay, proceed. But, I mean, I, you know, and I, I'll say this, and I, I, Fat and I have talked offline many times. I have nothing against the Cowboys. I support the team. I, I actually like some of the players on the team. It's good fun. But now with the, the, the current temperature of and climate of, of the league yeah. and the statements that are being made by the owner, right. you know, if I wasn't a fan, I could never, I could never be a fan at this point. Now you feel how I feel. Like I've been a, a Cowboy fan since I can remember. Mm-hmm. I went to the game last week and I didn't even watch the game. I had mm-hmm. homeboys. We had set it up before the season started in the whole nine, but went to the game and we just hung out a little sweet and just drank. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Cause I'm just disgusted with everything going on. And then the fact is, like, you can't make somebody stand for anything. Not political. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 your constitutional right, right. whether you want to exercise it or not. You can't fire these these guys. My thing is this, bro. Cats don't understand how much power they got. Like if everybody said, if all the just all the black players for the Cowboys say, you know what, we're gonna go out here and kneel. You telling me Jerry finna fire everybody? Me and Wifey just talked about this. Yeah, I mean You can't but, though. But when you have that that, you know, no offense, slave owner mentality, mentality. Mm-hmm. you know. He, I mean, he made a statement earlier. He mm-hmm. said, when y'all play on my field, yeah. you know, these are the rules you you abide by. And he's, he's reiterating that statement now. Right. Like, none of my players are going to kneel. Otherwise, you won't play. We're going to hold you to that, Jerry. Yeah. That's what I'm Like, my do. thing is, if, 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 if Witten sits down hmm. and, takes a, and takes a knee, Dez sits down and takes a knee, Dak, Dak Zeke, yeah. you telling me they're not going to play? Right. I don't, I don't right. really believe that. Right. I want to see that. Call yeah. blue. I think we should call them bluff. But we, I don't think they have the heart no, to challenge their don't. owner. They don't. That's the problem. That's the problem. You know, so interview with uh, Bryce Butler today. Yeah. And he danced around the question. Cool. And, and, and said, you know, yeah, it was cool to read. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my owner has a right to say what he wants to say. I didn't feel like it was going to impact me anyway because I had no intentions of kneeling. So you're not socially conscious on what's going on right now. But you know what? Me and Fat was talking about that. <clears throat> everybody's not going to be socially conscious. Every, yeah. That's not everybody's fight. Yeah. But you mean to tell me it's nobody on that team's fight? Nobody's going to say, you know what? Because it ain't real, real talk, bro. None of this. It's not. It's not for you. It's for the future. Mm-hmm. It's for your people. It's mm-hmm. not. It's, it's a selfless act. It can't be about money. It can't be about a fine. It can't even be about playing. Kaepernick had to know what he was getting himself into. Yeah. He has. He probably. I'm telling you, he probably sat with his wife one night. This is what we plan on doing. 
These are the repercussions that possibly gonna come with it. Yeah. I might not be playing next season. Mm-hmm. People are scared to stand next to me, but it's for the greater good. I don't think we had that here, bro. But I, but we don't I, have that. But I also told you earlier that a lot of these players don't really have like uh, financial freedom. Freedom, like yep. everybody else. Let me yep. give you an example. You, you mentioned Bryce Butler. He don't got no Dez Bryant money. He don't got no Cam Newton money. So he got to watch what he say. He got to yeah, trade lightly. Dez don't do nothing. We're not going to get into that. But the, yeah. my, my whole point is, at the end of the day, majority of these black athletes don't have no money. They're in debt. So if they start kneeling and, he, and these teams um, drop them like they did Kaepernick, they're going to be out of a job. They still got kids. They still got families. They still have needs that they have to attend to every day. And it's like we talked about before. Blacks are at that level now where we're just starting to get Money. Mm-hmm. We're just starting to come in generational wealth. Not right, everybody, right, right, but right. people are starting to get on that level. So a lot of people are saying, you know what? It's not really affecting me directly, so let me just shut up and keep getting my money. Right. And that's the reason why these owners know they got them in check. They're like, yeah, boy, just keep playing ball. I'm going to keep giving you these little chump change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, you over there tapping the mic. I want to welcome to Get in the Game. Celebrity, the D, uh, celebrity, the comedian. Hey. I almost called you a DJ. <laughs> you right on, you right on nigga time too. Yeah, man. yeah, you right on time. Welcome, welcome to getting the game. Right now, we talking about Jamel Hill, uh, who was recently suspended two weeks from ESPN's Sports Center, and she tweeted, uh, "If you strongly reject what Jerry Jones said, the key is his advertisers. Don't place the burden squarely on the players. Meanwhile." Al Sharpton stepped in oh, and says there will be hell to pay if the network does not back off a hill. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. Sit this nigga ass down. Right. What you think about that celebrity? No, no. First of all, I got to tell you, cut my mic on. Your mic is on. Your mic is on. Yeah. It sounds like you want some headphones? Get, make me feel special. Okay, yeah. 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 yeah, brand new headphones. Go yeah. ahead. Won't it do it? Let's there you go. Cut my mic off. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 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 Get in the game with some new headphones. <laughs> you in the game now. Come late and get or and got orders. Yeah, yeah. MZ Fisticuffs. Like Pim said, man, I think a lot of these people are limited to what they can do because you just can't take a stand, you know. A lot of people who take a stand, they broke. They us. They just regular yeah. people with a voice. And they marching. Because you got a big-ass his, uh, house on the hill. You got to cover that next month. But you got an idea, but you can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's getting deep, though, because the NAACP is now furious with Jerry Jones and has reached out to the NFL commissioner for a private meeting to determine how he can best protect the players. So this is getting really big. It's going all the way up to the commissioner, and the NAACP is now involved. Well, let's be honest, though. We talking about Jerry Jones. I know. He got power. Let's yeah. be honest. And he has zero fucks, okay? He yeah. has zero fucks given. Yeah. The money loan. He think he got the power, though, bro. And he got power. Jerry don't play the game, though. Jerry is the game. Explain I that, mean, bro. Explain that. He's not on the field. That don't mean it, Jerry. We talking about America's football, you know, and I, I, I hate making that statement because I'm a Giants <laughs> fan, but I, the facts are what they are. We talking about America's football team. He knows it. He has support of number 45. I don't, I don't even say his That's name. That's how I refer to him, too. Yes, 45. He got support number 45, and we already know what we're dealing with. In the last nine months, what we're dealing with with that situation, when you got somebody that's like that in your corner, yeah. He he's has like she like he said zero fucks and that gives him more power and more leverage. Yeah, that that bread go a long way. He got a lot of money. He got a lot of paper. These these protests 
are the American values, bro. Okay. Back in the day. Okay. You know how we gonna win with the protest? <laughs> Black dollars gotta step up, bro. And I think Money that's talk. all Jamil was trying to say. Yeah, but you gotta realize she's she's with a corporate company, bro, that they not trying to... You're really fucking up the, the church's money. Love again, you're messing, messing with the church's money. Mm-hmm. Because if football gives ESPN a check and you 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 basically promote uh, boycotting, that's going against everything that uh, that the company stands for. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that if I'm a, from a business standpoint, right. you tell somebody... That's like somebody boycotting getting the game. I'm like, motherfucker, you fired. Yeah, well, true. So that's yeah. what it boils down to. It's when, like, when the hierarchy has, has, has a, a gentleman like number 45... And and we know where he stands. You don't have to tread lightly anymore in the statements that you make. Think about this. Would, would Jerry Jones have the audacity to make the statement if Barack Obama was still in office? Hell no. no. It would have never happened. Mm-hmm. He knows he can make these statements now. Well, I mean, because, yeah, 45 has an agenda. Yeah. And, to make, and, and, make his, America, and, his America great again. And, and, yeah, and it's pretty clear with, with all the owners. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I don't feel he has the power, though. We have the power. 45 ain't got the power. We got the power. We just ain't strategic. We don't band together and strategize on how to make, you know, change. A lot of people don't have the knowledge and the proceeds to what their first step would be, so... You got the manpower. You don't need none of that. Tell me this. If if if, if Dak, Dez, Bright, fuck Bright, Bryce, if all the black individuals took a little silent meeting and said, yo, this is what we're going to do for next Sunday, next Sunday, next Sunday... We need everybody that's here. If you don't want to be down with this, you can leave right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's down here, you got to strategize, bro. It can't be everybody going out there and then one nigga saying, oh. But and like he, Fast said, they probably afraid that they're going to lose their job and so they're going to lose their investment. You're not. You're not. That's the power. That's the power that they don't even realize they possess. You're not. How they, How's the game going to get played? How? You know how it's going to get played? It's, it's like nobody's going to take. Listen, listen. Like I you, told you. You want to feel seats, bro. Listen. People aren't going to feel seats to come see a team lose. Hey. That's bullshit because the Browns lose every fucking year and they still go the to the Browns are not the Dallas Cowboys. I don't give but, a fuck what. Hey, the Dallas Cowboys have the same reputation listen, as the before, New York Yankees. They can't blacks, afford before to. Before Blacks was even going to the game, them white folks were selling out them seats. And it got nothing to do with the color. It has to do with it just being the Cowboys. You talking about the Cowboys? They're, I'm going to put it to you like this. This is what I was saying to you earlier today. For every nigga that don't want to do it, there's another nigga broke his head and said, I do yep. it, sir. I do it, sir. He ain't going to find them. Is, is it? Don't go get him. He gonna go get him a Quincy Carter. We'll go get that. Go get that. Ray Lewis. Okay, well, we didn't mean to hit the bell on that shit. Yeah, you did. Go get a Quincy. Yeah, you did. Quincy gonna get the stats and change the game like that? Hell no. We gonna get high and get that money. That's 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 a short term. That's a short term solution, bro. They don't want to do that, dog. They gonna have to bow down. Man, we we so deep into this shit. I really don't even know what's gonna happen. Cause every team has people that's kneeling. It's yeah. not going to stop. I don't give a damn. Okay, so even if Jerry says, okay, nobody, and the Cowboys say, okay, we're not doing it. Everybody else is doing it. Yeah. So you still got a problem. But see, this is a problem. This, this is the other problem. Besides that, now we're so unfocused as to what the original reason was yeah, Trump for did. kneeling. Yeah, Trump mm-hmm. knew what he was doing. Deflection. Trump knew, knew what he was doing. Yeah, he's... That's the only reason Jerry went out there. That's the only reason all them locked arms that... Like, come on, this has been going on. Yeah. Like, now y'all want to, now y'all want to. It's a fad. It's a pop culture fad. Mm-hmm. It's a trend. I yeah. Go away. Yeah. But it's, it's so blatant because not only did we see, you know, all of this, you know, spill over all over TV, then Dove comes with this ad. And a lot of people, after they saw the ad, they felt like it was taken a little bit out of context. But basically, it was um, a black girl at first, and she had on like a brown shirt. 
and um, they were talking about, you know, feeling clean and fresh using Dove, and the black girl takes off her shirt, and all of a sudden, it's a white girl. Well, the screenshot is deceiving, though. The screenshot yeah. is deceiving, and then after that, like, they take the shirt off again. It's supposed to be, like, another Mexican. Mexican. I think she's like Mexican Indian. Yeah. yeah. But I guess it was just the placement of the individuals. You know, you go from a black girl to a white girl to, you know, and I guess that screenshot, you only got a little bit of it, and so people just went nuts, went crazy. Um, you know, it's it's just going on and on it's, and on. I, I don't think these commercials wouldn't be as bad if we were in a different climate. I agree. Like, I feel like these advertising advertising agencies and these people in these marketing meetings, they got to have some kind of sense to know that, yo, that's not going to go over well. You know what I'm saying? Look, it's so crazy. We've become so sensitive, and I'm going to get to you because you're a comedian, and so your job is really fucking hard right now. But... I was somewhere today. I was somewhere today. And no other time would I have even thought about this, but I was in a group and there was like um, mostly black girls there and this is a black guy there and it was a white lady there. And it was, I mean, everybody was cool. It wasn't no, and everybody kind of knew each other a little bit. But the white lady, she was, um, she was just kind of making a joke because the black guy had came, came late to the meeting and everybody else was already there. Mm-hmm. And she was like, these girls are going to lynch you. When I heard that, normally that would not have bothered me Celebrity, at all. Celebrity, she talking about you? Uh-uh. <laughs> I didn't say that. Pimp said that. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the lateness. I'm yeah, no, 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 no. But, <laughs> but now, now I realized in that moment that we've become so sensitive because it, I kind of felt a certain way when she said it. Mm. And normally I wouldn't. So I had to ask you, Celebrity, who's a comedian, and you deal with ultra-sensitive topics probably in your acts now. Are and you lateness. changing? Yeah, <laughs> you late to the stage too. <laughs> but are you changing your your stand up routine or? No, as a comedian, we just we supposed to make light of everything. Yeah, flip it. Yeah, in a sense, so we good. I don't give a damn what's going on in the world. I Yeah, we all gas, no brakes over here. Yeah, as long as the people laugh, but you got to you know don't target something, and, and, and if it's touchy, you can't like. Crucified and maximize the situation, so you kind of mm-hmm. just bring it up, slap it around, then put it back under the table, yeah, yeah. and then you get paid at the end of the night. The best comedians <laughs> know how to flip the social commentary and, yeah. and, and, and make light of it. You know what I'm saying? To but keep it's it got to be harder now. Like just, I mean, because you're thinking about everything, and most yeah. people's, most comedians' routines is based upon what's happening in the world and stuff. Yeah. So heavy right now, it's got to be. Yes. I had did a uh, Houston Improv, and it was like a majority of white people there, you know, and that was cool. I make everybody laugh, but I got this Kylie Jenner joke about, like, how does, you know, how your grandmas used to hold you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm listening. I don't want to hear this shit. I was like, how was, you know, what's her name? Kylie. Kylie or the no, daddy? grandma. Oh, Caitlin. Chris. Chris. How was he like holding a baby? Oh, oh you talking about oh, Bruce. Uh, uh, Bruce. Bruce? How was he yeah, holding a yeah. baby? Yeah. Yeah. Bruce. How was Grandpa Mom holding a baby? Is what I was trying to say. <laughs> but you know, white folks love their Kylie Jenner, so I kind of like hit the subject and I kind of back came out. Yeah. Did they laugh? Yeah, they laughed. They gave me that. You know, substitute teacher laugh. You know, when a student falls, substitute they teacher laugh. laugh. Didn't want it. <laughs> Yeah. Do you find like it's harder to do stand up in front of a crowd of white folks? No, uh, usually with our people, you can kind of 
throw something out and the crowd kind of already know what you're saying but you know with the with the other skin uh like people you have to kind of break it down like hey, build them up. right out the car okay yeah. and i went into the house and then <laughs> i went in the house opened the door and i sat down on the couch but yeah i can tell you hey when i pulled up that's what's up that's what's up man well we're gonna move on i got some good news man congratulations to cardi b yeah 14 weeks on number at number one on the billboard yes 14 weeks bro no yes no 14 weeks on the no. She multiplied. No. Four, hold up. I'll Let me finish. 14 weeks on the hip-hop R&B chart, on the Billboard hip-hop and R&B chart. She been 14 weeks on that thing. And, and three weeks. I'm talking about the Hot 100. We talking about I'm 100. talking about the hip-hop and R&B yeah. chart. That's cool. 14, she been, she 14, 14 weeks. weeks. Hey. But that's not the... Number no one, three weeks, two times. We don't platinum. care about that. No, we that's, care. that's the big dog. The, yeah. one, the Hot 100 is the I big mean, dog. She well, got three weeks there. She got the longest ever for a single for a female. Uh, female. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she's had the longest run on the hip-hop uh, chart, too, as a female. So Possibly. Long. But yeah. we're talking about the Hot 100. Hot 100 is the biggest thing. She's number one. Either way it goes. You're comparing rap albums of the year? It was Katy Perry. You're comparing rap albums of the year? It was Katy Perry. I think it was Taylor Swift. I like the 14 weeks as number one. Shit, give it up. Goddamn party, bitch. Shit. And she got a song of the year. Song of the year tonight. Yeah, she did win some year. My nigga Jay White, man. Yeah, shout out to homie Jay White. Yeah, yeah. That's hometown right there. That's hometown right there. But um, y'all, I, I want to know. Do y'all think that Cardi B is gonna be able to keep this up? And what y'all think Nikki's thinking right now? They say she got one to stash. What you think, celebrity? See, the thing as a comedian, we just we go with the current stuff and talk about it, and make it laugh. But as a, cause I can sing a little bit. Oh, you gonna have, <laughs> have to indulge us in a minute after as, a couple more drinks of tequila. I am. As an artist, you can have a number one song, but yeah. your thing is you now. There's so much pressure because you got to top that just to stay relevant. And if you don't, you kind of dwindle and fall off. So kind of right like Nikki. Yeah, Nikki. Kind of not- like Nikki. But she, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Nikki's been con- yeah, the, old, the, uh, the Nikki of three or four years ago was consistent. Yeah. She's struggling now. She's struggling. She's struggling now. I think she should indulge more into being an actress and you know, diversify herself and do some other things and, and let the music come back to her. Damn, Queens? Uh-huh. You know. Is that Queens talking? I mean, I'm just like saying. That? I'm keeping it 100. Like, Damn. you know, I, I, she, she's more of a pop artist now. She's not, yeah. a, she's not a, you know. Do you think she still got it, though? I think if she puts her mind to it and gets the right creative team behind her and 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 really gets in that lab and, and, and writes some. Though? I think she's, she's stretched pretty thin. Yeah. You but know, that was a Starship's record, mm-hmm. though, right? Yeah, she, she yeah, she, she stretched really thin right now because she's she's built her brand. Yeah. You know, it's bigger than the music now for her. Yeah. So when you just when you when you in that grimy stage when you just focused on music, yeah, you gonna come out with that heat. Whether you writing it or somebody else is writing yeah, it or you or the create the creativity is there. Yeah. You know, when you become that brand that she's become, you know, it's more like the music kind of falls mm-hmm. to the wayside. She's focusing on perfume, focusing on being an actress, focusing on being a mom. You know, there's so many different things she has going on right, right. that it's hard to get back to that essence of what she was when she first came out, when she's giving you bars. Like, yeah. whether she was writing it or not, she's giving you bars yeah. and delivering it like, yo, who is this? Yeah. And then when you go against a chick like Remy, you know, whether her husband wrote it or not, huh. 
when you when you're at Remy's grimy. Yeah. She's in that yeah. grimy stage. And she got something to prove. You see the difference. She got yeah. something to prove. You see the difference between a grimy, a grimy artist mm-hmm. that wants it? Cardi B. Oh, yeah. When she started out, grimy yeah. artist. Like, yeah. You know, so her follow-up has to be in that same level of griminess. Like, I don't care what I got. I got my bag, I got my teeth fixed, but I'm still going at you right Man, now. Man, I've heard a couple of songs after this uh, Bodak Yellow track that is fire. Mm. I've heard a few tracks she circulating a, around. She's on, that, she's on that joint with G-Eazy, and she, she killed that. Oh, my God. Yeah. That joint is she, crazy. She killed that. He was, Have you heard that? He was smart to release it now. Yeah. 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 Um, I, want, I want her to win again, but I know how this, how this game is now. Politics. It's kind of set up for you to uh, get the one and done. And um, Tim McCarty. Yeah, Carter. Okay. It's kind of set up for her to get the one and done. Mm. But um, she got the right team around her, just knowing them personally. They got the right team around and make sure she win. I mean, I think so she's she gonna have a good, good setup, man, because this is the first time I've ever seen anybody get champion to number one. On their first record, her, her fa- too. Her fan base, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm saying... I, I understand this. All she needed was a record. But not even a fan base. This is the first time you ever seen the industry get behind an artist. To ch- like, everybody was trying to get her to number one. I ain't never seen that with a male or female artist. Oh, there was a huge the, push. Nobody she, she champion Drake. That Nobody, yeah, all, I get it. She's but, authentic. But, but, yeah. but she's not the first, though. I've ne- and I don't know if it's because of the social media age we in now, but I've never seen that type of attention from the industry behind anybody. Yeah, there, she, there rep- was She a... represents... She's not the first, though, but bro. She, but she represents the industry now. She represents that kid that wants to be mm. in, in, in the limelight, to be an artist, to be... But she's, on, So she's the first the to... Or is it an agenda? I think I feel like for her, she's just in the right space. You gotta understand before she before she even introduced music to to her fan base, she already had a solid fan base. She already had a fan base mm-hmm. of people that just gravitated to her as Cardi B. You think it's just the underdog? People, want, yeah. people love to see the people, underdog. If, you, right? if you're an underdog, you want to see the next person. Yeah, like I just, and the thing is, she's she's still relatable. She doesn't she she hasn't become that underdog that gets to another level. And says, "Oh, y'all beneath me now." She's mm-hmm. still the underdog right now. So, mm-hmm. K dot, yeah, same, same kind of, same yeah. kind of energy. Yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. I think a lot more people relate to her because she owns all her flaws. Yep. Yeah. She goes in the interview. She still talk projectish. Yeah. yeah. She talk about her teeth. They guys about her body fake. Yeah, I went body. So what? You yeah. know. It's so many women like that nowadays that feel like that. Right, right. She really giving them she a read, voice. She read for them. Like, bro, about a month ago, I seen a video. She was still in the projects. I was on Snapchat. She in a project with a Bentley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah. You don't see rappers in New York in the projects and Bentleys like that, bro. If you ain't certified, when she go home, she go home. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The difference, you know, being being a New Yorker. I don't think she's know, believe it or not. If, if most people that I know that that, that make it in the industry, yeah. home for them now is like Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, of course. She go home yeah. to the Bronx. Yeah, she's in the Jets. Like, yeah, I'm home. It, it keeps her very humble you, and grounded. You think that's gonna continue though? She may it, not even for, notice the, for, the success for, she's at. For the success that she, for, for to stay successful, I think she needs to stay that 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 same humble, yeah. grounded person. It's hard though. If she turn if she turns into a Nikki, she's gonna lose those fans. Mm-hmm. You see me that? Nikki, I, I get that. Nikki was Nikki was the hard, same. It's hard. It's humble. hard to do both though. It is. I mean, you just can't be in but the hood, bro. I think she's, bro. she's just super ratchet, so she might be able. She might have it. Don't, she don't care. She don't care. She like, don't give a damn. She's just super no. ratchet with it. Like she, she don't mm-hmm. until something happened. Yeah, it's 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 one thing I to mean, keep it hood, bro. But this is what this is. But 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 this is.
That's beneath her now. Cardi's like, no, I want to scrap. But it happened, yeah. though. Enough success, it will happen, bro. I, if, if she wants to continue to win, stay humble, stay grimy. You're right. And, and her path, because the more humble and grimy she's you smart. are. She's a, she's a smart girl, though. I mean, she's really smart. She's I, I think... I think people don't really realize how strategic she is mm-hmm. because, you know, just following her on Snapchat, like, she she understands that she gets it. Like, when she's on Snapchat, just like you say, she on there, she like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm here, this, that, and the other, and, and she'll just be flossing, and yeah, she's just like a regular girl. She's actually what we would call back in the day the girl next door. You know what? Yeah. I don't even think she understands the success that she's gotten. I think, because she's not... The traditional rap. Like, rapping, rapping wasn't her goal in life. It was a hustle. And it just worked. It just worked. Mm-hmm. And it panned out. And she got a fucking number one. It's just, this is some shit we ain't never, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've never seen the industry champion any artist. Yeah. Like, any artist like this. And she's not even a real rapper like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, don't, I think, I want, I didn't mean to interrupt. She's so humble because, it, because believe it or not, the success yeah, but frustrates I, her. Like if you look at some of her posts, sometimes she's she's homesick. Right. Oh, yeah. Like she wants to live, she wants to yeah. be in that grimy space. Yeah. That's that hum- like it's a difference where it hits your head and you're like, yeah, I'm I've made it. I'm I'm that cat. She's homesick. Like sometimes when she's on this road looking at her looking at her posts, yeah. you know, she's 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 actually sitting out telling her fans, like, yo, I'm I'm hating this life right now. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. She, she's she's unapologetic, and that's what I love about her. It's, it's some Trump shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. You didn't even expect this shit to happen, is what I'm saying. No, you but we're, but we're glad it did. We're glad it I, did. I, I, I get it, but it's the same correlation. I don't even think she thought... Like, do you know how many artists... Jay just got his first number one a couple years ago. He only has one number one. This is our first, like... Yeah, on the like, come out. Um, yeah. My nigga... Um, she probably, real shit, she probably thought Bodak Yellow was just a throwaway track, though. Yeah, she honestly probably did. She flipped no. Kodak record. It's not a real they, record. They were, they were working Lick before that. Yeah. Hell, yeah. hell, I know Jay White thought that because he was like, when I told him, I said, this is a song going to go number one, bro. Jay White was like, for real? You think so? I was like, bro, yes. He still don't believe it. He still don't yeah. believe it. Yeah. Cause, cause one, Nobody cause thought for one, that. For one, the type of artist she is. For two... It's a remake type record. It's not yeah. even like a like a because it was Kodak Black song, right? Yeah, she flipped yeah. it. The same cadence and everything. Yeah, just, yeah. Then she then she put the thing about it is she turned it up, bro. Yeah, yeah, she did. She did. Because when she, the energy she bring on that, them second half of them balls, I'd be like, damn, I'd be you know what the key? <laughs> you know what the key for me was she made it to where everybody could sing it. Yeah. Yeah, and Miley Cyrus just did it the yeah. other day. Yeah, if, if, if people love sing-alongs, and well, it's a when, sing-along well, when, song. When, when you got right. Janet Jackson mm-hmm. putting in her show, you've made it. Okay. Janet. 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 Not even B. We talking Janet. Janet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah but, that beat but Janet really needs that. Put a little stamp on that song. Oh, that beat is ridiculous. Oh, the beat is fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. that, 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 that helps Janet's show. She ain't helping Cardi. Oh, no. That's well, helping, no, that's well it's, 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 it's paying homage to a new artist. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and it, 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 she got the ultimate cosign. Yeah, it's a cosign. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's better for Janet, though. It connects her to the youth. Yeah. Yeah. She needs that. Yeah. It's no different than when B came out to uh, throw that ass in the circle. Right. You, you have to stay in tune with what's popping. That's great, but I'm sure, like, Lil Ronnie was probably like, fuck yeah, Beyonce just did my song last night at the fucking AAC. No, he actually wasn't. He was like, fuck that bitch. No, he was not. <laughs> oh, my mama. No. Man. I got an interview, man. Edit that left in. What? Yeah. That's the Dakeem talking. Nah, it was like, Ronnie, one of the people were like, it don't it don't phase him because it, it just don't phase. Nah, man, it's, 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 it's 
You gotta ride off that wave, though. You can't say fuck that, yeah, though. Yeah, you do. You gotta ride off of that. Young, the young but it's mentality. a look, though. It's the young mentality that don't, that don't really excite them. Yeah. Because they didn't reach out to him, you know what I'm saying? Me, I would have been cool. I'd have been playing that shit in my show. Like, Hell yeah, I would have fucking got that footage. Oh, that's a whole other story. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a whole yeah. other show. But yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Millennials. Drake would have Drake would have came to Dallas and been like, hold on, I know I'm in Dallas. Let me bring out somebody I might know. Ronnie would have been on stage. But that's a different type of artist. Drake is one of them type of artists. Drake is a fan of the culture. Beyonce's a like a goddess. She ain't got to like, like, Drake sponges off the culture. Maybe so, but at the end of the day, he hmm. would have re- Ronnie would have got a platform to do throw that ass. So is she circle. wrong for not reaching out to Hell Ronnie? No, is that what she's saying? a goddess. She's a goddess to this music mm-hmm. game. We never she had a Beyonce. She it's not about B because people do that all the time. And I'm just trying to say, like, she was, uh, okay, so she was supposed to reach out to him and get him up there. That's, no, that's, that's, what, that's, that's what, what he thought. thought. That's what he thought. That's, that's what, what he thought. thought. I, me personally, I don't, I don't took just that. Yeah. Just by you yeah. playing my song with your own show, right. I'd have been cool with that. Yeah. Now, what if somebody tried to duplicate your cat sound? Would If Beyonce did your cat sound <laughs> at the show, Is that how, would, how, how would you feel, celebrity? Yeah, I would pimp. I'd be like, hey. What's cool? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? Turn up. She's getting my shit. Yeah, I don't know my old bitch. You regular. <laughs> How'd you come up with that sound, bro? Uh, I was um, like I used to I like I got a foot fetish, so I'd be looking oh, at really? girls' feet and I'd be like, ooh, ram. You know, a couple times I did on stage just on the flip and people were laughing, they were like, yo, that noise, that shit crazy. And it's stuck. Is there anybody's feet that you feel like has the best feet? Is there somebody you could tell us you've seen their feet oh. and they got like the best feet ever? Who is it? You know what? Fantasia has the cutest feet. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Fantasia. She come out them shoes quick. Every show. She sure do. <laughs> she sure do. We was in uh, Florida, Kissaway or some shit, and uh, she performed. I was at the uh, Tom Joyner uh, family reunion. Okay. And I was like on the stage, and you know, when she loose with it, she rolling. She came all the way up where I was. Kicked them suckers off. Like, mm, <laughs> word, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> we know people in mutual, so I was yeah. backstage and shit. Did you was, tell her about her feet? Yeah, I told her. She was like, thank you, baby. Give me a hug. And she rubbed one on my foot when we saw her. I was in love. Shout out to Fantasia, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. So what so what you got going on right now? I know you you know you're doing your thing. What you got going on? Uh, I'm just, you know, flowing with the wind, bullseye. Uh I just got back from a seven-day cruise I performed on. I flew to Denver. Uh, he's just stunned on us. I did. I a seven-day cruise. Catch it, I caught minutes, that shit. Uh, seven days, nothing else. Where was you at now? Went to uh, Yucatan, Progreso. Where is that? What? I, I, thought know, it was in, I thought it was in Houston, because yeah, I went I to the club in Houston, yeah. Houston called Yucatan. Yucatan, Yucatan. Somebody, somebody Google that shit for him, but it's Mexico. That's really oh, okay. Yeah, we went okay. to Mexico and I performed the second day, and then just chilled the rest of the day. Okay. Uh, came back that day, spent the night, flew to Denver, two shows with Tyler Craig. Mm. Came back Sunday, drew, uh, drove to Houston, headlined at Dose Lounge. Get another one. Uh, uh, and uh, Wednesdays, I host at Greedy's Comedy uh, Karaoke. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's go. Thursday, I'm going to uh, back to Houston, uh, Houston Improv. I'm with uh, 
Juan Villarreal from BET. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, no, this Thursday, I'm going to Langston University with DJ Red. Shout out to my okay. partner. Is, is that their homecoming? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, homecoming. yeah that's going to be dope. Michael Blackson, we're going to run it with him and stuff. Oh, Got to fire his ass up, bro. Yeah, I am. We know what time it is. I'm the, uh, the hottest <laughs> roaster in Texas. Everybody know what time it is. Yeah, now that's going to be funny. Now, yeah. you um obviously have been performing with a lot of uh, comedians and stuff like that. Who's your yeah. favorite comedian? Who's your favorite comedian that you've either uh, admired or performed with? Oh, my! I admire Jamie Foxx, you know, because he's from Texas. Uh, his grandfather and people was a minister, same as mine. Okay. You know, he'll go off and do some jokes and then hard off into a song on stage. I do the same thing. Yeah. You know. People don't know he's a triple threat. Triple threat. Yeah. You gotta be yeah. a step ahead. You know, everybody tells jokes, but if you tell jokes and sing, you kind of one step up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, who my favorite guy to work with is probably Rodney Perry, man. He's so yeah. He's so cool, so animated, man. Rodney, my dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. K yeah. Dub, shout out K Dub. He's funny as hell too. I got a list of. Tell us about the time when um you got up on stage and it didn't go the way you thought it was gonna go. Ah, oh, man, I got there, and they uh, like, all right, celebrity, in five minutes. Where was it at? Was it here in Dallas or where? We was in, dang, where was that? Three miles, what? three hours from here, um, the Army base. Uh, Clean. Clean. Okay. So, dollars gig, you know, 30 minutes, whatever, cool, appreciate you, show up. And um, I got my jokes in my head. I got my format. I looked out, seen the crowd. And then when I go, right before I go up, she said, hey, it's a clean show. All right, go. Oh, oh shit. I said, damn, I had nigga shit fucked in my head. <laughs> <laughs> damn. It was just a crazy loop. But you know, as a comedian, you got to be ready for everything, man. Damn, so, so what'd you do, though? Shoot. Like, what was your first joke? Do you remember? Knock-knock jokes. <laughs> uh, I came out to a song, and I had him play it, like, two or three times, playing with the DJ. Got to cut it. Kind of loosened them up. And as uh-huh. I was playing, I was, you know, rewriting Trying to figure my jokes. It. Yeah. In my head. Damn, that's hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? That that'd be hmm. like somebody coming in right now and saying, you know what, y'all can't curse no more for the rest of the podcast. I'd Shut be it like, down. I, my first word would be fuck. You know when you're telling jokes to your cousins at the reunion. Yeah. And then your auntie walk in, you kinda gotta yeah, it up. yeah, then you work no more. Yeah. Yeah. Work no more. Yeah. Funny. Yeah, yeah. But you still got a little stank on it. So that's how that is. Yeah. yeah. You just roll with it. Why you didn't drop your nuts and just cuss anyway? Because I had to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> time to mention that we are on Saturday and Sundays on Vertigo Global Radio. You can check us out every single weekend. Yeah, just do it. Vertigo Global Radio. You ain't got nothing else to do anyway. Hell yeah, not between four and six anyway. You're probably getting ready to go out, so you might as well tune in. You know what I'm saying? We'll be on tomorrow, so y'all make sure y'all check it out. I do got to talk about, you know, some of the stuff that you got popping. I know you uh, just did something big with your foundation. Yeah, we did um, a, a huge back-to-school event. Fat was there. Um, we do it every year. It's just an annual event. It's growing every year. And it's all about giving back to the kids. 
you know, focusing on the community. Um, I've been really focused on being a philanthropist this year mm-hmm. and, and going forward and just building out my foundation and just focusing on the fact that there's kids that are without. Yeah. You know, I, I come from being that kid. I've been yeah. that, that kid that didn't have everything or didn't have most things. Yeah. So it's important for me to make sure that our kids have the tools and technology and, and the supplies that they need to start that first day and, and, and on forth. You know, yeah. I don't want to... The, the worst feeling in the world is seeing a kid having to go to school that Monday and have a pen, a notepad, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And on top of that, maybe not have, you know, clothes, whatever the case may be. Those things can scar a kid. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know... I. Being a kid that I feel like I've been scarred, you know, I, I focus on, my foundation's focus on trying to eliminate those scars. Yeah, and I love possible. that because at this point in time, you know, we're sitting here talking about all these crazy things that are happening in the world. And the most easiest thing for us to do is sometimes to focus on the kids. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day and try to protect them from um, what they're seeing and what they're hearing. And like you said, you know, giving them an opportunity to go to school and feel good. And, um, you know, just just kind of give back to the kids, because sometimes as an adult, like we don't really understand it. We don't want to understand it. And it's hard to change people once they get set in their ways. Mm -hmm. And it's easier for us to focus in on the kids for the future and teach them the right way to go. You know, I think this is a great opportunity for um, minorities to kind of come together and really, you know, get back into the community and give back to, you know, kids and just 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 just. Know, do something because they're seeing all this crazy shit that we're seeing yeah. and we can't believe it. I can just imagine what mm. a kid is thinking right now. Like yeah. the thing that I that I applaud from you, chaotic with the um the foundation is you, you didn't let up. I've been a part of our thing about three years now. Yeah. I've been out there. And the thing I respect even more is you doing it at the barbershop this year. Because one thing I know about growing up, the whole summer you might not go to the barbershop as much because your mama feel like, hey man, summertime, you don't really need a haircut. Right. But to have it at a barbershop. Where they can get school supplies, free food, something to drink, and a haircut. Mm-hmm. Man, you, you, you all how you how you dress, how you carry yourself. When you groom the day before school, yeah, you feel man, better that's about a wonderful yourself. feeling, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that make that make a kid attitude. He probably won't get bullied that day because yeah. he come to school looking fresh. Yeah, you got yeah. a fresh haircut. You set yeah. the clothes out. Yeah, that night, yeah. You, you know, lay down like I'm gonna kill him tomorrow. Yeah, man. Yeah, get the ass tomorrow. And then the event didn't feel like a like a charity event. It felt like people just out there having fun. Yeah, I done been to a lot of charity events where. People might feel like, oh, they're just giving it to us. But out there, it kind of felt like the vibe was different. It just felt like people was having a good time dancing. I think we've always wanted to make it feel like a family. And you've been, like you said, you've been a part of it for the last three or four years. And I appreciate your support, as always. It's about just making people feel at home. You know, it's important for me to make sure they understand how to stage right versus going left. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I've been that kid that had the opportunity to either go left or right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'd rather be the voice down and say, continue to go right. Whatever you're going through, you can you can channel through it. You can tunnel through it. You know, put God first on everything that you do, and focus on that, and use your, and use that energy, and apply that every on a, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And when they, you know, being a voice, when they when you express your hardships and say, I've been that, I've been that kid right. that didn't have a fresh haircut. Right. I've been that kid that didn't have my fresh outfit. Right. I've been that kid that didn't have books, pens, whatever it should be. And like, really? Yeah, this is why I do it. Right. Yeah. You know, for me, it it, it it shifted gears. You know, I started it almost five years ago. And um, my son, who passed away, we all know, um, he DJed my first um, mm. back-to-school event. So now it's that much more important for me. Oh, now absolutely. it's in honor of his name. Right, right, yeah. right. You know, yeah. and, and, and the things that I've instilled in him, I want to instill in any and all kids that I touch on a daily right. basis. Like, I want to make sure they understand, you know, you, you can be anything you want to be. Mm-hmm. Don't let not having books, not having a haircut, not having the freshest outfit, 
tell you you can't be who you who you want to be. Right, right. But I'm going if on this day. I'm, I'm going to get you fresh. Yeah. I want you to feel yeah. good about yourself. Pay it yeah. forward. And I want you to feel like that every day. So the days you don't have that, you still feel like that kid that got it that day. Yeah. Or you feel like that kid that's going to get it. So I'm exactly. going to do whatever I can to do the best that I can. I'm going to go into the classroom. I'm going to be yeah. successful. I'm going to pay attention because I want to be able to be successful in life. Now, yeah. celebrity, a lot of people uh, that are comedians, they come from some sort of pain or or, 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 yeah. or something in their background. A lot of comedians, they come from pain. Yeah. I want to ask you, was was there anything growing up that kind of fueled that comedic energy in you that, uh, that you kind of suffered with? Well, my everybody had a, got a story about their parents, but I had both my parents, but my dad, he was hustling. I didn't know at the time, and we was I was living good mm -hmm. in Irving. And then one day... We had to move to West Dallas Projects. Mm -hmm. I didn't know why. Mama said daddy going to work like overseas. He'd be gone for a while. But growing up, he went to jail. Right, oh, right, wow. right, right. I didn't understand that we had roses and shit. And I had to hang my clothes on the line outside. <laughs> they, was, they was like the fast roses. The roses with the, with the Camaro the little, Yeah, the, the little roaches. Yeah, they fast. <laughs> <laughs> they were European roaches. Yeah, European you, you, you ain't had those in Irving. No. <laughs> I didn't know where the roads was. That's a, that's a culture shock, man. But we went there. I couldn't get a lot of clothing. So my holes in my knees was big. Everybody picked on me. I had buck teeth. I had a gap. But I, I went and fixed my teeth with a bag. Yeah. 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 Cardi B. That's yeah. what they said, too. <laughs> Shout out to West Dallas Projects, man. Yeah. Growing up, you know, saw a lot of crackheads. Uh, my own boys went to jail and shit. I had some people get shot. I had did some things we ain't going to talk about. But yeah. that definitely kind of was a level of my growing up. You know, mm -hmm. kind of made me appreciate not right. really getting this. And sometimes people don't show you love. And now you look at it like, oh, it's understandable. A lot of things that I take in the heat now came from me growing up in the project. Right, right. Yeah. 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 Hey, I'm a beginner's man. Yeah, yeah. Man, you yeah. Learn, you learn. You don't yeah. have a lot of friends, you know. You had to walk a lot of places. Yeah. So I'm very, like, my car got uh, and that's a blessing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. For real. Yeah. Ain't it a blessing? Two wears in the trunk. Boy, that Earl, I get in there every day and say, <laughs> mm, say, wanna testify. <laughs> <laughs> say that then. Say that then. Uh, man, we're going to go ahead and get into your question, Fat. I know you have a question every single time we do this thing, so go ahead. All right, I'm going to start with Chaotic, man. I need you to name your top five MCs of all time. Uh-oh. Mm. Dylon, Dylon. <laughs> <laughs> nah, on a serious note, um, I mean, of course, you know I gotta say Biggie, um, Tupac, um, Nas, Ice Cube, um, where's that? At? I'm at four, four right now. That's four. That's you on your fifth one, right? Damn. Yeah. Um, Damn. I'm missing somebody. It's always the hardest. Um, it's your five. Ah, Biggie, Pac, Nas, Nas Q. Q. Um, number five. Number five. Pimp, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got, I got to give the nod to Jay. 
Jay Z. Yeah. 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 And then and then my honorable mention for number six is Fat Pimp. No, that is really true, though. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm really. Yeah, yeah, no. I look every single every single week that we do this podcast. They don't even know that I'm saying for the first time. It's not just because we're here and we live right now, uh. but like I'm so honored to have Fat. You know, what I'm saying on this podcast because he really is a Texas legend. Like when I think about Texas, Fat's one of those artists that I think about alongside yeah. of the Buns and the Pimps and the Slim Thugs yeah. and the Paul Walls. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying like. Fat goes goes to my hometown of New York, and they know him. Yeah, that means you put in work. Yeah, and I can't do nothing but applaud that and support that. Yeah, when you go to my hood and people know who Fat Pimp is, I know you put that work in. Yeah, yeah. so you can't yeah. do nothing but embrace that and say, "Yo, you you got it." Yeah, you got yeah. it. Yeah, point blank. So yeah, yeah we gotta drop another mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> Brief me first. Uh, <laughs> take your time, Pastor. Shoot, last one, man. I watch. I can just watch all the time. Will be Richard Pryor. Yeah, that's nice. what I was waiting yeah. on, brother. That's, that's what I was waiting on. Waiting on. Waiting on. Yeah. Yeah. Notice yeah. you yeah. Eddie Murphy though. Yeah. He did not name Eddie I'm Murphy. I'm kind of. I'm an '80s baby. Okay. So I kind of grew up on who I grew up on. Yeah. 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 He had cable all the time. It was only in Irving. Yeah. <laughs> so he didn't see Beverly Hills Cop 1, 2, and 3. Right, right. He was Cop 3, but I didn't know it was a 1 and 2. Right? <laughs> 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 no they just skipped straight to 3. Yeah. They seem like a 1 and a 2 for them. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask you this. You said uh, one of your favorites was Eddie Murphy. Tell us about the first time you saw Raw. I did. Uh, and what was so funny? And how old were you? Dang, I was like probably, probably like fourteen. It was on HBO. He had the leather suit on. Yeah. And what was so funny? He was like, Eddie, I need to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Yo, that's crazy. And like when I would be telling my jokes. It would be kind of off a spin of how he delivered his jokes. So yeah. everybody in like seventh grade, eighth grade thought I was funny. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I never, never thought I would be a comedian. Really? I swear to God. What did you think he was gonna be? I went to school. I went to college and graduated with a computer. What school? Science. What school? Uh, UT Tyler. Okay. A little bit of Texas college. Computer science. I'm a, a thug nerd. <laughs> we need somebody to work out social media. We need to holler at you. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking for somebody over the past few months. Yes, <laughs> yes. We are looking for for social media. So. Hey, how did you get started DJing? Um, started out as a promoter. 
Hmm. Believe it or not, I was a promoter and then a brand ambassador for a liquor company. What was the name of that one? Uh, huh. Hypnotic at the time. Yeah. Yes. So I, became, I became the guy called Mr. Hypnotic. Mr. Yeah. Serving, serving the city with blue drinks and and uh, incredible hoax. Yeah. Sure. And um. I had a lot of them things. We yeah. Whenever you was a, was it whenever you was sponsored? Yeah. Sponsored. Yeah. And then uh, Kiki knows this story when we both worked at the radio station together. Campaign. Um. I got on the radio as Mr. Hypnotic, and then... No, wait, 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 wait. No, uh, hold on. Wait. Can I tell my version of this story? Guys, just a little bit, just a little bit. So, Chaotic comes into the studio, right? We're all in there. I don't know, I don't know what he had been doing beforehand, but Chaotic comes in the studio, and he says, I think I'm on a DJ. <laughs> and we're all like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're gonna do what? <laughs> You're going to DJ? Yeah, I've been practicing. I've been working. You know what I'm saying? I got my little uh, turntable and everything. I think I'm going to DJ. We're like, okay, all right. If that's what you want to do, you know, because we're going to support him as my brother. I'm going to support him no matter what. At first, we was a little skeptical. Let's Everybody just say was. that. Yeah. Let's Everybody, just say that. I, I, and I'll tell you this. The reason why I decided to become a DJ, I was, I was emceeing and hosting parties. And I hate being that guy to be on the microaphone and telling the DJ, yo, drop that new, play this, play drop that. this. Yeah. And they be like, I ain't got it. Mm. I'm like, what? Yeah. What you mean you ain't got it? You it's been out it. for two, three days. Like, yeah. you ain't got it. Yeah. You're not really serious about this craft. Yeah. And my thing was, I was always the guy that wanted to keep the energy. And, the, and I felt like the wave of music, people was already up on new music. So when you don't have it, I was sitting there like, okay. So we playing all the all the old hits. Right, right. And I just said to myself at that point in time, I was like, I'm going to retire from being a host because I felt like I was making the DJ look too good. Right. And I'm going to become a DJ. Yeah. And 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 Kiki knows the story. I, I debuted at a spot called Opus Lounge. Yeah, I was both at Opus. You was on yeah, the well, yeah, 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 yeah. I was actually hosting at Opus. And, and, <laughs> and, and I was terrible. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, I, but it was it was all about evolution. I felt like it was, it was time for me to, to step out on faith and evolve as a, as a, as a, as an artist or an entertainment conglomerate. Like I've right. I, I evolved from promoter to brand ambassador yeah. to MC to radio personality. So the next next evolution for me was to be a DJ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted that complete control. Right. I wanted right. that control. Right. You know, it was it was control factor for me at that point. Like I wanted the experience to be on me and on my shoulders. Right. Because at the end of the day, you know, whenever you're either if you're hosting or if you're a radio personality. Like it's it, it's a part of music that you just know. Mm-hmm. You know how music moves people. You know how it puts them in a certain mood. Um, you know that uh, you know if you got the new shit, how cool you are to have the new shit. You mm-hmm. know, and so yeah, I can understand like wanting to have that control and be able to to kind of maneuver. I, when everything. I party in in my younger years and even now, it's about milestone moments. I feel like as a DJ, you're there to not only break music and and, and break artists, but it's to create milestone moments for the for, for your patrons. Mm-hmm. They want you want them to remember when you drop this record. It's an experience. Right. You want them to remember this. Like a year later, like, yo, when he dropped Cardi B. Facts. Remember when he when he dropped that new fat pimps? Yeah. We went up. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. my birthday. You don't remember that? And then right, they, right, there's right. a story to tell behind that. Yeah. And then somebody's already that story, like, who was that DJ? Oh, that was chaotic. Yeah. It's, a, it's a story. Yeah. You know, I, I got moments of partying in New York at the tunnel. Mm. I remember mm. when records was dropped. Oh, yeah, that's a tunnel. That's you know, all, all famous tunnel. You know, it, you, you remember those moments. Like, yeah. when that DJ 
drop that record. I mean, prime example, the homie DJ Envy, New York. Yeah. Um, I went to a party. Actually, it, it was it was uh, and uh, it was a uh, a wedding night. Wifey's in the building. Hey, shout out to Wifey yeah. in the building. So we went, went we went and partied, and he dropped Katy Perry. I kissed the girl. Hmm. All black event. Trinidadians, Jamaican, everybody. And he dropped this record. And I, right wait, there. wait, was anybody fighting? I'm just asking. Before or after? <laughs> Before. <laughs> it happened throughout the course of the night. Because I've been in New York, and I've been in the middle of a fight in a club yeah, in New York. But we keep, we keep partying. We keep partying, but, yeah. But to see somebody just drop something way left, to me, is like, it's, it's fascinating. And, like, and still hold the and, room. And rock the party. Yeah. When you would drop something way left and rock a party, mm-hmm. you it, that that's the milestone what I'm talking about. You like, know what? It's crazy. It gives me chills because I I remember I was so blessed to be able to see. And I think Baby Boy, you might have been there. Maybe we was at the Ghost Bar and DJ Am mm. was DJing. I don't know. If, I, I want to say you was there, Baby Boy. I was there, I was there when he DJed. Yeah, and, and we we went to go see him. And this was like right like a, maybe a year before he passed away. We got a chance to see DJ AM at the Ghost Bar here in Dallas. And this nigga dropped show tunes, fucking sitcom, uh, sitcom theme songs. Theme songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the club didn't miss a fucking beat. Yeah. I mean, we was lit. Yeah. For the culture. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, it, it really is so important. It's funny that we just had um, Big Daddy on and we were talking about you know, just music and the music game right now and just the evolution of DJs. Because I was saying, is the DJ still relevant? Yeah. Because you're getting all your music right now from SoundCloud, mm. iTunes. You know, you're not really having anybody force feed you this music now. You, It's at your disposal. So how do you feel about that? Is it, How important is the DJ right now in this climate? Well, first, shout out to Big Daddy DJ and Vertico. Shout out. Because he is one of the OGs and pioneers that helped me become the DJ that I am today. Yes. When I when I didn't know how to put the equipment together, he came to the crib mm-hmm. and showed me oh, wow. how to put, min, connect my mixer with my turntable. Yes. Yes, and then the homie Steve Nice as well. So shout out, yes. shout out to my brother. I think it's always yeah. about paying homage to the DJ. Now, to answer your question, um, I feel like the new DJ... There's a new DJ, and then there is, I guess, I, I guess I'm, I'm categorized as a dinosaur at this point because, again, as you see, I just paid homage. That the new era of DJs don't understand them of paying homage and they understand what how things they've done have paved the way right. for the push button. Yeah. You know, I remember the DJ that carried the crates of records. Yep. I remember the DJ that carried the crates of CDs. I remember those guys. The Nice yeah. Academy. Yeah. <laughs> I think people forget that. And now you have these push button push button DJs, and no offense to them, you know, they, they're good for the, the culture for what it is today, but not recognizing how things have progressed and how who was who's paved their way, there's a respect factor. Right. So when you ask the question of is the DJ what, what was that question? I want to how relevant is the DJ right now in 2017? The DJ's always gonna be relevant because we are as a true DJ, you're obligated to break music and create those milestones. Point blank. Your job is to is to break music, break artists and create milestone moments. So your relevancy is always gonna be there. What do you think about like artists who maybe feel like they don't need the DJ because they have SoundCloud or they have you know, Spinrilla or Playlist on Tidal and Spotify, and they don't need the DJ because they can go straight to the source and put it out there. 
I feel like this, um, when you want to reach out and touch the people and truly touch the people, there's one thing when you're on social media or all the different vessels that are on the internet, but when you really want to touch the people and the culture, the DJ, mm -hmm. is, it, it holds that power. The DJ is the one that's going to control that power. The DJ is the one that's going to move and shake and make a record what it is. Prime example, you know, I used to work in a strip club. That's where most records are broke. Right. That DJ is breaking that record. Yeah, now granted, the 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 A and R's of the club, which are the strippers, right? So they A and R's. Oh yeah, they yeah. find they discovered that music on SoundCloud. Right, right. But it's the DJ that creates the legs behind it mm -hmm. to make it move. Yeah. Without the DJ, Cardi B wouldn't be number one. Right. That's that's just facts. Ooh. It it it, it, it takes legs to put it behind it. Mm -hmm. Granted, she had a machine to to push it. But think about it: if every DJ in the in the, in the world said, "I'm not playing this record." Yeah, don't do nothing. Think about the parties that would have not heard mm -hmm. Bodak Yellow. Mm -hmm. Think about it. It's yeah. that type of record. Yeah. You know, yeah. as DJs nowadays, and and I, I applaud their position and statement, you know, we've gotten away from the element of partying. I, I seen a DJ post some other day. I forgot who it was. Hey, Slay. So, uh, I just booked. Basically, everybody can come be on their phone or some shit. You take, push your phone away. Put your phone away. Yes, yeah. I, I applaud that. What did he say? Can you, can come, you give us a the party phone? And your fee is, you ain't got to pay to get in the club. Your fee is to put your phone down. Check your phone wow. in. Wow. And just party and pop bottles and drink. Wow. Because so, we got, we, so, now we've gotten to the era of idea. everybody's on their phone all day at the party. Yeah. Wow. Your favorite song's playing and everybody's on Snapchat. And that's cool. So imagine if they did what they do. Like whenever we, sometimes we go to these um, uh, advanced screenings at a yeah, movie yeah. and you put your phone in the bag mm -hmm. and they staple it up and they put your name on it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Imagine if you had to walk in the club and put your phone up and just party. I think it's needed. I would love it. I'm, 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 I would I'm, love I'm, it I'm too. I'd like be like, like here. I'm putting it like this. If I can find the right venue and, and get the right team, yeah. it may be a get-in-the-game situation. It might be. I'm willing to take that risk and invite people out, and you got to put your phone. You got yeah, How you pay to get in the club is put your phone Put up. your phone away. I yeah. love that. Yeah, I'm with I that. I love that. I'm with that. That's the essence. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's where we come from. Yeah. There are no phones. No. Yeah. You want to make a phone call, you got to go outside to the pay phone. Pay phone. Yeah. Right, right. And you yeah. want to do it because you was going to be somebody, If somebody beeps you on your Skytel, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we've gotten away from that where it's just like the party atmosphere is about putting your phone up and and that's cool. But it is it, cool. it's a point in time where you got to get away from that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm for the, that yeah. part of the culture, I'm all for it. Like, put your phone away for a day. Yeah. Oh, I'd be so ready. I'll I'm be so that. ready to put that damn phone away, yeah. like for real. What about you, <laughs> Fat? Now, <laughs> listen, I don't know about Fat though, I'm, I'm because he's question. texting right now as we doing the podcast. Listen, let me tell you, I'm like one of those border, borderline millennials. Borderline, <laughs> like, At least you're admitting yeah, it now. Yeah, yeah. Because certain shit I'm starting to do, like this phone, I don't know what the fuck I do with that sometimes. But when I'm in the club, it's a totally different. You got disconnect, my brother. I, um, I text Whitehead, not Whitehead, I'm sorry, Jay White. I text Jay White when I was at Park Avenue last time. Mm -hmm. Maybe about a month and a half ago, I think it was, you played Boy That Yellow. And when you can crossfade it out, you know, make it quiet, and hear the whole crowd singing that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. telling Jay White, oh, this yeah. motherfucker's gonna go. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, it, mm -hmm. and it, just, it just kept growing. I seen it in the club. Yeah, we got a sing-along song. You already know it's out of there. Yeah, yeah. no, that's the like, thing. Boosie, that's the reason why I know Boosie, the reason why you get them show. When you drop that set it off by Boosie. Yeah. And you can cut it off, yeah. and the crowd still keep going and shit. You can't get that if you're on the phone. But fuck that, your songs. 
Yeah. Do the same thing. If you sure if do. you if you cut off rolling on the eggs, you can see sure it in my do. eyes. Hey. Uh, sure man, do. come on now. Facts. Come on now. Facts. Ring that bell, fat. Facts. Shit. Hell yeah, that's facts, bro. <laughs> nigga, that's man. facts, bro. Yeah. I won't. No, I don't look. I will be the first one to say, I, man. I, I man on my kids. That ain't never brought me no bad fucking record mm. ever, mm -mm. ever. You know, how I'm I a DJ your, and I'm a fan. Come on, tell tell your story, when I celebrity. Got on your team, brother. Yeah, this song called "I Get Money." Mm, mm, mm. I was like, you know what, bitch? I get money. Never thought I'd be sitting next to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that, man. Hey, man, it's been a pleasure and an honor to have everybody here inside of getting the game. We got to wrap it up. I hate to wrap it up, but we definitely do. But in the meantime, in between time, I definitely want y'all to check out my brothers here, Celebrity. How can they find you? Hey, on Instagram, I'm Celebrity the Comedian. On Facebook, I'm Celebrity the Comedian. On Twitter, I'm Celebrity the Comedian. On Snapchat, Celebrity, the comedian. Consistency. <laughs> what about MySpace? On, on uh, MySpace and Christian Mingle, I am <laughs> Celebrity, the comedian. And where can they catch you next? Where's your next gig? Shoot, what the day is? Uh, this going to this come out on Friday. It's Friday right now. So it's Friday right now of this week coming up. So what, what, what you got for the weekend? Uh, I don't know where the weekend Oh, is. shit, he got, he going work. to the calendar, y'all. <laughs> it's really serious. Oh, okay, uh, Wednesday, I'm at Greetings Karaoke, and, Every uh, Wednesday? Every Wednesday. Okay. Uh, on the, on Saturday, I'm, in, I'm headlining at, at Mac Lounge in Fort Worth. Funky Town, that's my like hood. Yeah. Man. But other than that, man, ask your mama where I'm at. I'm everywhere. Message. <laughs> 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 Already, man, my boy, Chaotic, my brother, where yeah. you gonna be? They can catch you. First of all, they can catch you every single morning with Ricky Smiley in the morning. Yeah, co-hosting and producing the Ricky Smiley Morning Show every yes. morning. I do the 9 o'clock workday kickoff mix at 9 o'clock every morning, Central Standard Time. Um, this week, Friday, I'm in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Woo! Yeah, I'm turning up out there. So my first time in Arkansas, so I'm looking forward to that. And drive slow out there too, bro. Yeah, I am. Okay. I am. Wifey probably gonna drive. <laughs> yeah. And then Saturday, of course, I'm at Park Avenue. Okay. Um, aside from that, you can catch me on all social media, DJ Chaotic, DJ K-A-Y-O-T-I-K. Website is djchaotic.com. I got my own mobile app. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you can you download the app on your on your on your iPhone or your or your, or your Droid. Um, and then I'm already in 2018, believe it or not, Kiki. I'm, I'm I'm in Jamaica for Memorial Day weekend. Oh shit! I'm in uh I'm in uh, Pennsylvania for a ski uh Super Bowl weekend with hey, with DJ Self. Okay. Yeah, I'm in Jamaica Memorial Day weekend. Urban Fiesta weekend. Ooh, we can move on. I have yeah. to make a trip. So, so, so I, I, I've changed the name. Last year I did Cancun, and I was happy and excited about that because now I'm considered to be an international DJ. See, this is the thing. So, I think I think really yeah. this this happens. They're doing this international thing because him and wifey on Instagram, they be getting fine, okay? They be getting got to. fine. Got to. They be having like little shakes <laughs> with spinach and shit. Yeah. And they, and, and green, then they, and, green, and, green, 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 like uh, to another country and shit yeah. and floss on everybody yeah. on Instagram and come back. So, yeah. Hey, hey, hey I'm an international comedian. You damn yes, right. you are. Damn right. Yes, you are. Yeah. Well, y'all, that's what's up, man. Hey, make sure you follow
follow us? Oh, what's what up? You? How they get in touch with you? Yeah. Oh, well, make sure, well, first of all, make sure you follow Get in the Game. You can follow hey. us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Get in the Game, G-E-T-N-T-H-A Game, and on Twitter, underscore G-E-T-T-H-A Game. You can follow me personally, okay, official Kiki J on everything. Fat? I am Fat Pimp on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Fat Pimp 214 on Snapchat. King of Diamonds, seven days a week. Yep. Hey. And I got something else to say. I challenge all my fat boys out there, give up the red meat for a month, man, because it's been a month for your boy. Ah. Congratulations. Yeah, I kicked the red meat for it's been about a month. Damn, solid. I feel bad because I started this challenge, but I didn't finish it with so you. Once, listen, man, so why don't you get on these smoothies with me? I can do that. I man. think we're okay. gonna get on it this month for November. I tried some smoothies last last month with beats. I had got some beats. My uncle told me about beats. Uh-huh. He says this was good for you. I've been doing beats, but I, I got away from it. But okay. okay. I'm down. Well, I'm proud of you, brother. That's Keep what's it up. up. Baby, That's what's baby up. boy is home. When, when your homegirl was up here, she yeah. told me, she said, kick that red meat for a, yeah, a month and see how you killer, feel. Man. Baby boy has new social media. Go ahead and tell them how they can follow you. Oh. <laughs> well, where can they find you at? They can find me here every Tuesday. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Um, it don't matter what you do. You're not in it. <laughs> here we go. Look, here we go. Every I'm single there. week. Every single week. You're not in it. You can't win it if you're not in it. Uh-oh. So make sure you get in the game. <laughs> she, she looking for me to finish Because I want to, because I know you know. Okay, you're not in it. You can't, can't win, win it if you're not, not in it. So make sure you get in, in the, the game. game. That's right, man. Get in the game, the hottest podcast in the city. But for the people that's tuned in, how can they vote? They can go to cosignmag.com slash cosignawards, and you can vote five times a day. Already.